Happy Monday, everybody. My name is Brandon Rose, and welcome to episode 161 of the Xbox in 10 podcast, your weekly source of Xbox gaming news covered in around 10 minutes. Every Monday, this podcast covers new game releases, the previous week's gaming news, and we all learn an Xbox-related fun fact together. This show is on YouTube and podcast services around the world, so please subscribe on your favorite and leave a review. Xboxin10.com, no numbers, is your quick source for links to all of our podcast destinations and social media profiles, which you can follow at Xboxin10. To start, let's talk game releases. The big game out last week was, and free to play, Fall Guys. The games coming out this week include MX vs. ATV Legends, F122, Phobia Saint Diffina Hotel, Escape Academy, Tour de France 2022, Lumberjack Simulator, Hillbilly Doomsday, Rabbids Party of Legends, Hourglass, Outriders World Slayer, Cuphead in the Delicious Last Course, and Almost My Floor. An update for Xbox Game Pass is as followed. You can now play Shadowrun Returns on Cloud and Console, Shadowrun Dragonfall Director's Cut on Cloud and Console, Shadowrun Hong Kong Extended Edition on Cloud and Console, Total War Three Kingdoms on PC, FIFA 22 on Console and PC via EA Play, and Rocket Blade Point on Cloud Console and PC, and on July 1st, Far Cry 5, Cloud Console and PC. Now into last week's biggest news stories, and we have six to cover this week. Number one, Overwatch 2 will replace the original game at launch. Ryan Leston at IGN writes, it's official, Overwatch 2 will fully replace the original Overwatch at launch. During a Reddit AMA, Overwatch 2 director Aaron Keller confirmed that the upcoming Overwatch sequel will replace the original live service when the game launches in October. Quote, when OW2 launches on October 4th, it will be a replacement for the current live service, end quote, he confirmed. In other words, the original Overwatch will no longer be playable once the new game releases. Instead, players who try to play Overwatch will be prompted to update to Overwatch 2. Blizzard is pursuing this model in order to retain a unified player base. When the sequel was originally announced back in August of last year, Blizzard claimed that Overwatch and Overwatch 2 players would be able to play side-by-side -side when playing the same game modes. The original plan allowed Overwatch players to play on the brand new Overwatch 2 maps as the new heroes. Then game director Jeff Kaplan said it was a shared multiplayer environment where no one gets left behind. In other words, multiplayer PvP would have been possible across the two titles. Now it looks as though Overwatch will, in fact, be left behind. Overwatch will essentially roll right into Overwatch 2, which is already planned to retain old legacy content while adding new maps and systems. The fact that Overwatch 2 will be free to play means there should be an easy enough transition, since no players need to pay for the new game. But this change means it looks as though 6v6 Overwatch is a thing of the past, as Overwatch 2 uses a 5v5 model. In fact, it's likely that the transition from 6v6 to 5v5 is the thing that made the two versions of the game incompatible. I guess this is a good news story. I don't even know what to make of this anymore. I don't know how Overwatch 2 was ever even a thing. Why did they not just continue to build upon Overwatch? You could have just made this as an update for the game, a bigger relaunch. Why does 2 exist? Obviously, it's the 6v6 versus the 5v5. You could have just switched that out in the original version. I don't know. I always had a lot of fun with Overwatch. I was never a diehard player, so this is exciting for me, as it seems like 5v5 seems to be the optimal experience for players, but... We'll see more when Overwatch 2 launches in early access later this fall. Number 2. From Software's next game in final stages of development. Elden Ring updates coming. Michael McWhorter at Polygon writes, From Software is busy. Just a few months after delivering Elden Ring, the game director behind it, Hidetaka Miyazaki, says his company's next project is already in the final stages of development, according to a new interview with Japanese-language publication for Gamer. The next game coming from From Software could very well be a new entry in the Armored Core franchise, based on a substantial and legitimate-looking leak from January. Miyazaki has hinted at a revival of the mech action franchise for years. Armored Core Verdict Day, released in 2013 for the PS3 and Xbox 360, is the most recent entry. 
Miyazaki also said that more Elden Ring updates are planned, but it's unclear whether he means additional content. From Software has not yet announced any sort of expansion yet or balance changes and fixes for its open world RPG. The developers Dark Souls series and Bloodborne saw substantial post-release content additions in the form of new expansions, but a more recent title, Sekiro Shadows Die Twice, received a much smaller update in 2020. From Software updated its samurai action game with a boss rush mode, new costumes, and brief recordings of gameplay called Remnants. In the interview, Miyazaki also indicates that he's in the process of directing his next game and that he wants to tackle a more abstract approach to fantasy. But Miyazaki isn't the only one sitting in the director's chair at From Software. He says multiple games are in development, lead by other staffers. The developer is growing and improving its wages, Miyazaki says, and like many other game developers, is recruiting for new talent. I had to cover the story given Elden Ring is arguably the biggest game of the year, and although Armored Core wasn't a huge franchise, it seems to be more of a cult classic, it will certainly get a boost given the popularity of Elden Ring. Number 3. Halo Master Chief Collection could add microtransactions soon. Ryan Lesden at IGN writes, Halo Master Chief Collection may be getting microtransactions 8 years after it launched. 343 Industries has revealed that it's currently exploring adding microtransactions to the game, allowing players to purchase, quote, Spartan points, end quote, currently called Season Points, to unlock gear and customizations they may have missed. Quote, for players who are new to the MCC or who may not have dedicated much time specifically to unlocking items during the seasonal updates, or are simply completionists looking to catch up to the last outstanding items they need, we are internally exploring a potential new feature for the future in the form of purchasable Spartan points and quote 343 revealed in a blog post. Currently items are unlocked with season points and 343 states that it's still happy for the players to unlock items through play in the same way. Quote, we are happy with the current system of how players earn Spartan points by completing challenges and leveling up through play. This would be an optimal additive alternative for players who might find the vast scope of content to be an intimidating amount of playtime and want to get ahead on or skip the grind or maybe want to grab specific items they want. We all have our favorites, end quote. The option of purchasing Spartan points then is an added extra. You don't have to do it. However, the thinking is that it will allow new players to catch up or older players to grab specific items they want without having to grind for them. Personally, I think this is the correct approach to microtransactions. Make sure they do not impact gameplay and let's give the consumer as many options as they can to acquire them. Allow them to grind for them, allow them to purchase them outright, Allow them to know what they have to do to get items, i.e. no loot boxes. Number 4. Xbox Cloud Gaming to get mouse and keyboard support on PC. Sean Carey at True Achievements writes, A new input option is finally coming to Xbox Cloud Gaming on PC. Microsoft has announced that Xbox Cloud Gaming users on PC will soon be able to play with mouse and keyboard. In an Xbox game streaming presentation aimed at developers, thanks to Verge, software engineer Morgan Brown confirmed that Microsoft is working on bringing keyboard and mouse support to Xbox Cloud Gaming on PC, I recommended that game developers add the feature to their games. Well, Xbox has supported keyboard and mouse for a few years now and we're working to add it to streaming for PC users, but you can start adding it to your game right now and you've got console, keyboard, and mouse users will appreciate it. It will light up in the streaming once we've finished adding it." End quote. While keyboard and mouse support has been confirmed for Xbox Cloud Gaming on PC, many are hoping that the feature will also come to Xbox Cloud Gaming on consoles. I love this keep adding options and many ways that we can interact and play our games through the cloud on all the different platforms. Number 5. AMD Fidelity FX Super Resolution 2 is now available for Xbox Series X and S and Windows PC game devs. Jez Corden at Windows Central writes, The next generation of Fidelity FX Super Resolution is making its way to the Xbox developer toolset. Last year, Microsoft announced plans to integrate AMD Fidelity FX Super Resolution into Xbox consoles, and now we have the second generation of the technology heading into the Xbox Game Dev Kit for Xbox Series X and Xbox Series S consoles. AMD Fidelity FX Super Resolution 2 FSR2, 
is an upscaling technology that produces sharper images from comparatively lower resolution scenes. Scaling technology like FSR and NVIDIA's DLSS have become increasingly popular since the tech allows you to get crisper images without sacrificing frame rates. If you're dedicating compute to intensive graphics features like ray tracing, lighting, and shadows, FSR2 and DLSS help you to reclaim some overall resolution fidelity using super sampling technology. It also helps improve performance on lower end hardware since you can move more resources over to maintaining frame rates with super sampling putting in some heavy lifting to improve visuals. FSR has been available to Xbox Series X and S and PC devs for a while, but FSR2 is now heading into the Xbox Game Dev Kit for the first time. The more powerful and more expensive Xbox Series X generally has little issue running games at 4K60, but we've seen games make sacrifices for their performance modes in some cases. Some games let you enable ray tracing, for example, at the cost of stable frame rates or resolution quality. FSR2 could help mitigate some of the trade-offs, particularly on the Xbox Series S, which has rather impressively managed to keep up with the more powerful Series X, and PS5 at least, where baseline frame rates are concerned. FSR2 could help the Xbox Series S achieve improved image quality too, down the line. I absolutely love this, and I hope developers take full advantage of this system. I like to see my games in the highest frame rate possible on my Series X, but I also want those crisp, ray tracing visuals and as much 4K as I can possibly have on my beautiful OLED. Anything so I can get all the things I want without going to play on a PC is ideal. Number six, Tony Hawk confirms plans for Pro Skater 3 and 4 Remake were abandoned after a Blizzard merger. Luke Riley at IGN writes, Tony Hawk has confirmed that Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 3 and 4 was planned to follow in the slipstream of the successful 2020 remake of the original two games, but the project died following Activision's decision to officially merge developer Vicarious Visions into Blizzard. The skateboarding legend discussed the decision to abandon plans for more remakes during a Twitch livestream with Andy Gentile, a former Neversoft designer who also served as a senior designer on THPS 1 and 2. Quote, that was the plan, even up until release day of Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2, we were going 3 and 4, and then Vicarious Visions kind of got absorbed, and then they were looking for other developers, and then it was over, and quote, said Hawk. According to Hawk, Activision was ultimately unimpressed with the proposals it received for further THPS games, so the project went no further. What a damn shame. This was such a good remake. I absolutely loved the old games back in the day, specifically Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2. I didn't complete the remake on Xbox. I still have it, need to go back to it at a certain time, but they did such a good job for all the fans. I would have loved to see them do 3 and 4. Just a shame that every Activision studio seems like it's folded into Blizzard or gets folded into Call of Duty. Maybe, and hopefully when the Activision Blizzard acquisition goes through with Xbox, they can dissect some of these teams and get these remakes and some of these other games in the pipeline. As always, we end our show with a fun fact about Xbox, and this week we started with an Overwatch story, and then closed talking a little bit about the Blizzard acquisition from Xbox. Let's go into the biggest takeovers in the gaming industry to history. So the number one takeover, Microsoft buys Activision in 2022 for $68.7 billion. Number two, Take-Two buys Zynga in 2022 for $12.7 billion. Number three, Tencent buys Supercell in 2019, $10.2 billion. Number four, Microsoft buys Bethesda in 2020 for $7.5 billion. And number five, Activision buys King in 2016 for $5.9 billion. Here's a little fun fact for you. Go Google the difference between a million and a billion dollars and how long it would take you in days of making different counts of money to get up to a million and then get up to a billion. It is a staggering amount of money. The amount of money that Microsoft has been throwing around to get Xbox Game Pass bolstered up with these acquisitions is crazy. It is a great time to be an Xbox Game Pass subscriber and Xbox gamer in general. 
Thank you all for listening to the Xbox and 10 podcast, a weekly source of Xbox gaming news covered in around 10 minutes. If you like the show, please subscribe to your favorite podcast service, share with your friends, leave a review, and follow on all social media at Xbox and 10. This past week, I jumped into Fall Guys in multiple sessions, one with my fiance, one with my friend. Absolutely love it. I could not wait for that game to come to Xbox and that it's free to play is awesome. Jumped in to do my weekly story content in Destiny 2. I also checked out a game called Stuffed as part of this summer Xbox Game Fest demo. And it was alright, pretty cool, basically a Nazi Zombies variant, but you're a little stuffed animal fighting gnomes. And when I restarted Stranger Things with my fiancé starting from Season 1 Episode 1, I broke out the backbone and have been playing Gears Tactics through cloud gaming. Turn-based games are absolutely ideal for cloud gaming, and this ran exceptionally well. I'll be continuing to play it as we continue our rewatch of a great show. My name is Ryan Rosie, you can follow me on Xbox at Brosa93. Hope you all have a great week, stay safe, and keep on gaming.